My bed is a spaceship. The Globus. Chapter 8. The Planet of Jelly. Despite the scroll of the galaxies analyzing that an object was following them, he did not mention this to the three spacemates, as he was unsure if he was right. By the time the mighty motion reached the planet of jelly, the mass, if it was a mass, was merely a tiny speck in the distance, yet a speck in the distance that was getting bigger. Can I land? asked Curtis to First Officer Zip, who nodded his agreement. Curtis took over the controls for his first ever landing and took a deep breath in and out. He then looked at the ground of jelly, which was wobbling so much that he could barely find a patch of ground to land. He saw in the distance a raised flat plateau that appeared to be wobbling a lot less than the rest of the planet. Curtis pulled down the thruster lever and with the extra power guided the craft above the plateau using the minor movement that looked like a joystick. He expertly hovered a few inches above the ground and pushing the thruster lever upwards to reduce the engine speed, he managed to bring the whole craft down to the ground slowly. This would have been perfect on most other surfaces, but on this planet, the mighty motion and all on board shook up and down violently, as if they were holding on to a pneumatic drill, jackhammer. This was despite the fact that the area they had landed on appeared to be the most solid region of the entire planet. It was made of a dark red jelly that stretched miles in one direction, but bordered by what appeared to be a green jelly sea a few feet to the front. The green sea stretched beyond the horizon and was calm and flat, except for the occasional enormous bubble that exploded on the surface, causing ripples in the miles of sea around it. When the vibrations eventually settled down, Curtis picked up the scroll of the galaxies. Can we breathe the air here? He asked the scroll. Yes, yes, no, he replied. Yes, yes, no, Curtis asked. Or, no, yes, yes. What do you mean? Yes to Mr. Hippo and First Officer Zip, but no to you. Ah, well, there are only two helmets and neither will fit you, Curtis. Curtis had no option but to stay on board under the safety of the force field whilst First Officer Zip removed two helmets from his middle. When the spacemates had squeezed into their bright orange helmets, they gingerly disembarked and tried to walk along the ground. This was difficult on two counts. Firstly, there was a smell of strawberries that was somewhat intoxicating despite the fact that they were wearing helmets. And second, the whole ground wobbled severely as they walked. Curtis called the radios inside their helmets. How are you doing? he asked. Good, indeed, replied First Officer Zip and continued walking towards the sea. The whole ground, however, wibbled and wobbled so much that in order to make any progress, they had to wibble when the ground wobbled and wobble when the ground wibbled. 
Keep going, Curtis instructed. Um, um, I may be wrong, but I think perhaps, well, maybe, possibly, if I'm right, we're being followed, the scroll of the galaxies blurted out. Where? said Curtis while scanning the deserted planet. The scroll lit up on a speck in the distance with the word Globus over it. Mr Hippo and First Officer Zip had made it to the edge of the sea and began filling buckets up with the jelly. Hurry up, please, Curtis suggested into their headsets. Yes, hurry up, Mr Hippo, said First Officer Zip as Mr Hippo was trying to lick the jelly on the ground despite having a thick metal helmet on. At that precise moment, a huge blue jelly shark rose from the water and gulped down First Officer Zip in one gulp. Event horizon! Curtis exclaimed. Mr Hippo did not waste a moment. He jumped into the sea and was gone. Curtis wanted to run to their aid, but of course was not able to. Instead, he took the controls of the mighty motion and lifted off the plateau. He expertly moved the craft above the sea where he had lost his mates and hovered there while watching to see if he could help. All he could see was the green sea. At first, there were bubbles and ripples, but soon, all was calm. Uh, Globus, Globus, Globus getting bigger, I think reported the scroll of the galaxies. And I'm going to stay here until my spacemates return, Curtis pronounced. Come in, spacemates, are you there? Curtis screamed into the radio, almost crying. There was no reply. Suddenly, a huge ripple occurred beneath the mighty motion, and Mr. Hippo, without his helmet on, rose from the sea as if he had been catapulted from a cannon. He had a bucket of jelly on each paw and in his mouth was first officer zip he landed on the force field of the craft perfectly and after curtis had pressed the lever they fell through the white buzzing interlaced pattern and onto the mattress curtis took hold of the buckets of jelly secured lids on them and placed them near the engine so they would remain warm Meanwhile, Mr. Hippo spat out First Officer Zip, who coughed up bright green jelly. Great galaxies, said Curtis to Mr. Hippo. Indeed. Thank you so much, Mr. Hippo, said First Officer Zip. I owe you my life. Mmm, juicy jelly, was all Mr. Hippo replied, and licked the jelly off his and First Officer Zip's body. Suddenly, a screeching, hissing noise filled the entire planet. It was so loud that it made the jelly beneath them vibrate violently, and the whole planet went from being round to oval and back again in ever-quickening cycles. It hit the base of the mighty motion and threw it miles into the sky. Curtis pulled down the thruster lever quickly managed to keep the craft upright, then accelerated away from the planet as huge globules of jelly flew towards them. As they rose, the whole planet became pitch black because in front of the closest star, a large dark shape flew by. They all held their breath 
and there was a stench of rotting rats. Soon, the light returned, and the smell was gone. Curtis felt certain that this must be the Globus. He was frightened, more than ever before in his life. He didn't want his brains sucked from his eyes or slime burning through his skin for a thousand years. 